No, I'm telling you, I called the exterminator. They said they could absolutely kill him, but there's no way they can get him out of the vent. So so we just have a carcass just rotting in there? Well, I don't know. That's what I told them. I'm like, don't kill him because then he's going to smell worse than he already does. Well, how much can we – how much is it? I It's – it's not a. It's not about price. Because I'll I would, pay for this. I would. The network will pay anything. No, no. I won't pay out of my pocket for this. Oh, he, he got his ass stuck oh up in there. We're not wasting good company money on this. Look, it's it's the question is, do we want to live with a living Alex Jones stuck in our vent or a dead Alex Jones stuck in our vent? I were living, living. Alex, have you tried the butter yet? Have you tried it? Because. <laughs> Did he eat it? Uh, he ate it. Oh, we've been we've been trying to butter it. We keep telling him rub it on your body, rub it on your body, rub it on your body. Yeah, be like Kramer in Seinfeld. Yeah, he just stuffs it right in his mouth. Mm, well, he's got to survive somehow. Well, eat the roaches up there. Eat them. Or do you, do you, do you like roaches? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We have to get him out of there, dude. This has been going just... on for weeks. I'm not sleeping. If it was just the smell, Steve. If it was just the smell. Can we just get a shit ton of Febreze and just, you know. I don't know. I don't know. We should do the show. All right. Hey, hey everyone. Welcome back to Pop 5. I'm your host, Steve Roselli, alongside Taylor Mitris. A little depressing right now. You know, I'm just upset. I'm just upset. It's, you know, you take in someone who seems unhirable. You want to do something nice for him. The fat fuck gets stuck in a vent, and now he lives in there. Well, you know how much work he's missed? You have any idea what he's missed? He hasn't washed my car. He hasn't filled the gas tank up. He hasn't washed your car. He hasn't done grocery nope. shopping. Nope. Hasn't taken care of Misha Cat, but she's fine. Have you opened the studio fridge? Not a drop of beer. Not a drop. You know what we're drinking? Fucking Trulies. God damn Trulies. Mine is a uh, raspberry blueberry bombshell. Mine's a <laughs> uh, limeade. Mm. Delicious. Yes. So how you been? Not too bad. Not too bad. It's uh, we're just getting over Fourth of July weekend, mm-hmm. um, and that has been real interesting. I shot some fireworks. Yes, you did. I drank some cocktails. Mm-hmm. I did some shots, and I said I wasn't gonna do shots. That's right. Yeah, you said you weren't. I asked. Uh, I I was like, just put a little whiskey in my glass here. I have a glass with ice. I drank the whiskey. Put a little more whiskey in there. I didn't realize our host had put two different kinds of whiskey in my mm. glass, and I was like, hmm, this tastes gross. Why is this so, hmm, how do I point this out? Gross. <laughs> Someone tried to kill you. Oh, once again. Mm. Uh, Steve, did you get a chance to watch anything? No, not really. Okay. Well, oh, I did. I did, but I'm covering nugs. Okay. Cover but, uh, oh, by the way, I want to thank everyone for coming out to the Top five network uh, gathering at the Bison's ballpark. Oh yeah, that was a good time. That it was, was good, good seeing fans. Yeah, it was good seeing everyone. It's weird seeing fans, it isn't is. it? Yeah, I took it's, some pictures. And yeah, handshakes. Somebody ate my hot dog. Yeah, some that random child just took my hot dog and ran away with it. At least he didn't lick your elbow. That's true. Ooh. Oh, um, prayers out to the woman that took a bat to the face. Oh yeah, seriously, <laughs> that no joke. That. Like, like there was a lot of blood there. Yeah, and for anyone who's been watching Sports Center or MLB Network, and there's there all we talk about extending the netting down to foul pole to foul pole, so this stuff doesn't happen. I mean, it went right over the dugout and into her now, fucking face. Now I've seen enough highlights to see what happens. Yeah, I've never seen it in person. It's intense. 
And, like, there are people standing up, standing around. She's there with her kid. Her kid's freaking oh, out. I felt so bad for her I've son. never felt so bad. However, did you notice he did not relinquish that bat? That no. was his Would bat. You, I wouldn't either. I'd be like, this better get signed by – get Tim Tebow off the field and get him to oh, sign it. Oh, you Tebow play. Tebow hit a double. Hit a double. You can tell my grandkids that. <laughs> <laughs> Back in 18, diggity do, I saw Jimothy Tebow. Hit a ball for the dude, Boston dude, Boof Box. Dude, he sucks. Yeah. He's batting like 151. She is. That, I bet that's bad. <laughs> hey, Taylor, just to let you know, yeah. this could be a heavy sports-centric top five for you. I'm going to do my best, pal. <laughs> if I could get it back, if I could get over your MLB predictions that one year. <laughs> that was once. I did it once. Oh, you did, and I got through it. So get ready. All right. Did you have some nugs I for do us? have some nugs. So you want know to watch on the 4th of July? Oh, what'd you watch? The Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. I heard uh, Joey Chestnuts picked it up again. Yes, 12th win. Uh, he didn't beat his record, though, No, he correct? had 71. I think he only had, like, five more to go. Yeah. But who was number two? They they were, like, 20 hot dogs behind, I heard. I don't know Like, name. it wasn't even close. I don't care about Joey Chestnuts. America. He just screams America. What happened to Kobayashi? It's a long story. Okay. I heard he... They sort of turned him into, like, the villain. Oh, he's, he had a heel turn? Yeah, kind of. Like, the guy who, like, runs this whole hot dog thing with this, like, straw hat and everything. Uh, okay. He made this whole thing about America. Oh, and Kobayashi is Japanese. Yeah. And he was like, I'm okay with him winning, but we need a red blood American to win. That's what he said. Not my words. That's what he said. I mean, I get it. Competitive eating is truly the most American sport. It really is. It truly, it truly, truly is. is. Sorry, basketball. Um, yeah, uh, that's gross. That is, uh, that's fucking gross. Oh, and I believe the Black Widow took the women's championship. Who? The Black Widow. Is that her nickname? Yes. I, did, I missed that part. I believe she's a tiny Japanese woman. Oh. Oh, okay. But, you know. I didn't see it. I just, I watched I just most heard. Of it. it was pretty disgusting. Yeah, watching I can't, them just shove I don't, hot dogs and water. Okay, I can't watch that. All right, continue. and they're Nathan's dogs. They're gross dogs. Right, what kind of hot dogs do you like? I like a Hoffman's. I like a Hoffman's. Do you want to describe what a Hoffman dog is so, to, the, to the viewers? What a Hoffman dog is is it's uh, a real, it's a real in, uh, gut link. So it's made out of real pork gut, and then inside is only the finest and least kosher. Parts of pigs and also cows and probably chickens, but the thing is, it tastes like a dog, but it doesn't have that chemical taste like you Salen's get, like Salins or even worse, Pilgrims, like like the Swigels, if you will. But you don't get that chemical taste, and that's what I appreciate about it. But I think if you grow up on the chemical taste, yeah, it's not I, a dog without I, it. That's what I grew up on. Yeah, I don't get my teeth coated in scum after I eat one. Mm, oh. I like scum, apparently. Yeah. Gross. All right. What you got? Are you professional or not? <laughs> I am Are not. Are you a professional Christian. hot dog eater? I am not Christian Bale. All right. I got some nugs. Hup. 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 I got a broken button. <laughs> it, it did the wrong it. one. Go with it. All right. Fine. <laughs> I hit the wrong button three times, and then it finally decided. Uh, Henry Cavill has been cast to play Sherlock Holmes. In the movie Nola Holmes, which is based off the book series about uh, the Holmes brothers' younger sister, I didn't even know there he had a younger sister. It's uh, it's made up for this book series. Oh, 
but it, it looks interesting, so it'll be about Enola Holmes solving crimes or whatever, doing the doing the Sherlock thing. Oh, that's pretty uh, cool. So she is the youngest sister of Mycroft and Sherlock Holmes. Huh. And Henry Cavill will play Sherlock. No word on Mycroft. What about um Watson? I didn't see, but he might not be majorly featured. I assume she'll have her own sidekick since she will be the main character. Oh, that's still pretty cool. Yeah, I think it's interesting, and I think it's fun that Henry Cavill gets to be British for once. Wasn't he British in um, Man from Uncle? No. No. No, no he's very American. Oh, okay. Is he British in um, Mission Impossible? No, he's American. Definitely was American Superman. Yep. How about The Witcher? Gonna play that one British? I wouldn't be. I'd be okay with him with his accent. I would prefer it over American. Yeah, so I'll go with that. All right, fair enough. Oh Give, no, he was in the Tudors. He was British. Yeah, in he that. was the British in the Tudors. Yeah. His his first big role. Yeah. And then they were like, "Listen here, Hollywood wants you, but you can't talk like that." Yeah. You think you are Benedict Cumberbatch? Oh no, he plays Doctor Strange, American. Yeah, he does. His American accent's weird. Yeah. Like it's fine. It's fine. I think it's Dean. But it's weird. I think it's just weird coming out of him. Yeah, a little bit. A little He's bit. like, we're in the end game now. And I'm like, what are you? Ew. <laughs> okay. Ew. Right, calm down there, Sherlock. Gross. No. We... Oh, okay. I don't know. That's all I had. So the uh, Walking Dead comic ended abruptly. Oh, no shit. Yep, they ended it on issue 193. What happened? I didn't read it. No, no. What happened? Why did they end? It was like a surprise ending. They're like, oh, we're done. Huh. Not, not going to 200? 193. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you wrapped up, you wrapped up. Mm-hmm. And you can always come back for um, more. Well, they killed Rick off a few issues before this. So Yes, I remember this. So that was pretty interesting. Um, I'll probably wait for it to come out in giant book form. Yeah. Find out what happens. I don't care. I know. I don't, no, no, no. I'm just, I'm just thinking, I'm like, that's interesting. Rick's dead. And I'm like, nah, I don't really like Walking Dead. I don't know what to say. Sorry. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's, that's just me yeah. expressing my feeling for no reason, unasked for. That's <laughs> pop five. We yeah. What we want. Right, Alex? How you doing up there? Excelsior. Stan? Oh. Oh, that brings us to our next nug. I'm sorry, Steve. Were you done with that nug? Oh, I was done with that nug. Okay, great. This brings us to our next nug. It's the, it's the buttons in the corner. <laughs> the corner buttons aren't working. Uh, Stan's first novel... It, for adults is going to be published. Oh, really? Yes, postmortem. It's called A Trick of the Light. Mm-hmm. It's about a young man, and this is really off character for Stan. Yeah. I want to point out he wrote it later in his life with a ghostwriter. So it's a little further away from what he normally does. So it's about a young man who gets superpowers <laughs> that control technology and uh, him dealing with the fame that comes with it. Oh. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I think it's good. When's that coming out? Uh, I don't have a date for it right now, but uh, I believe it's coming out for HarperCollins. All right, I'll probably, I'm probably pre-order that. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna, I'm definitely gonna read that because I mean, Stan, I mean, what was his his weird comic line like Blamo Comics? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Other than that, he had, which are for you know younger kids. Uh, he hasn't had anything really in many years. We might have to review a book. For oh, Pop shit. Five. Well, we'll do that for book club. No more podcast. No more podcast. Only book club. You will be assimilated into book club. Are there going to be girls? No. Yeah, no. Only wine and books in book club. Okay. Um, 
All right, I guess I'm in. No dogs allowed in the dog park. I'm sorry. I'm I'm going off track. <laughs> That's for the listeners. Sorry, I leaked into a couple other podcasts, and the three people who listen to those podcasts will be like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, well, anyway, thanks, Dan. Greetings, true believers. Stan, we just talked. Excelsior. Thank you. Uh, Steve, you got another note? I do. So Taskmaster is going to be the big baddie in the Black Widow movie. Taskmaster? Yeah. Isn't he a Spider-Man villain? Mm, Avengers villain. Avengers villain? Yeah. He's got like a skull mask. He has a sword. Skull mask, sword, shield, maybe a bow and arrow. Like a hood. Hood. He's the one who makes you do random shit, right? Well, in the Spider-Man game. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. He wasn't. That's what I'm thinking of. He was in the Spider-Man. He was like... But he's got like a photographic memory. Memory can like mimic everyone's like fighting style. Right. He can't mimic their strength, but he can fighting style. Right, right, right. Okay, that makes sense, and that would be good for Black Widow because she is very martial arts yes. oriented, and mostly just you know grabbing your face with her crotch and then throwing you to the ground. It happens like five times in the movies. I know it happens. She like just jumps onto people's shoulders and then hurls them to the ground. I just, I just wish it would happen to me. I know. So I joined Hydra for that. Oh, hail Hydra! Hail Hydra! So I think that's pretty cool. I saw a picture of him like in a tank. Oh, is there a picture around? Yeah, we'll put that on the. Uh, I'll find the. Instagram. I'll find the picture and I'll send it to you. Yeah, 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 we'll put it on the Instagram. Send it to Alex. He's got his phone up there. <laughs> no, he'll probably try to eat his phone for I, I know. I've been hucking iPhones up there all weekend trying to get him to grab one. How many iPhones have you wasted up there? <laughs> I don't They're know. Not I fucking free, dude. I don't look at the budget. That's Alex. Oh shit. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Taika Waititi is slated to direct an animated Flash Gordon cartoon. I heard. For Sony uh, Sony Animation, the same studio that did Into the Spider-Verse. That's a pretty fucking good idea. I think it's a great idea, and I think that kind of retro cartoonish thing that I assume he's going to do would work really well with his talents, especially after looking at Ragnarok, which was essentially a cartoon, um, but still had a lot of heart. And yeah, I, I, I think you can bring that style to yeah, it. I think that retro futurism kind of thing that Flash Gordon has going for it would be really great. Um, I guess there's some contra- they don't know who the villain's gonna be. We it's ass- not gonna be Ming. We assume Ming the Merciless. I don't know any other Flash Gordon. That's the only one I know. I think that's the only one anyone knows. Um, uh, but. Ming is kind of a Japanese yellow terror um, stereotype. Yeah, I know. But, but he's also an alien. Eh, maybe they'll change up a little bit. Make him green. Could make him green. Make him green. We could make him yellowish, yellowish green. Yeah, yellow green. Careful about yellow. Okay, I'm not yeah. trying to be racist. I know. Well, I'm going to get into some shit later. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, That's for a start. By the way, hmm. I like the idea of Flash Gordon being an animated movie. Yes. I wish they would do that with Hellboy. I would love to watch... Um, I know they've done, like... Oh, the Sword of Storms or whatever. Whatever. They've done, like, um, direct-to-video. They have. Uh, Hellboy with Ron Perlman. Yeah, and they're pretty good. I'm, I haven't watched them. I'm sure they are. Mm-hmm. But I would love, like, a Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, Hellboy cartoon-type thing with the art style of the comic. I would love it. and I think that would be amazing. I think it would be great. Um, then you can do all the weird shit. In cartoon form. I agree. And I think you could make it a darker movie without it being gross. Because mm-hmm. the comic really whitewashes. The comic looks like it's almost a rotoscope, rotoscoped image. 
kind of like the old you ever see the wizard cartoon yeah yeah kind of like wizards um stuff like that where it's like an image but it's a uh not what like why the lights keep blinking uh, it's okay like a reverse image like when you put something on a xerox and the whites become black yeah, and black yeah, yeah, becomes yeah, yeah. whites it's kind of like that and then you painted it that's kind of what hellboy comics look to me exactly and we could get our board back yeah absolutely we get our boy back and it doesn't matter how old he is dude can do the voice he doesn't have to get in the makeup chair i'd be happy if even if they put harbor in there yeah so would i um fuck you know who i want who? for animated hellboy john dimaggio who does bender oh he'd be a good one he does uh the guy from gears of war as well Oh, he does. He does do Marcus. Yeah. yeah, he's the main character yeah. there. Marcus Phoenix. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so I think he'd be real good, and, I mean, he is an experienced voice actor. He played the Joker in Under the Red Hood. He did, and he did a phenomenal job as a Joker. Great job, and he made choices, and he didn't try to mimic Mark Hamill, and that is important. That is important. That is important. All right. What, All you, right. what else you got? Um, Netflix has picked up a cartoon version of Pacific Rim. I saw that. Two seasons at least. They picked it up for two. I assume they're going to make them both at once, put them out as two seasons. Yeah. I'm sure there will be like six episodes each or some bullshit. I think it'll be interesting. I mean, they... I like the I like the original movie. Yeah. I haven't seen a sequel because I didn't think it needed a sequel. I haven't seen the sequel. It didn't need a sequel. Idris Elba's in that movie. In the first one. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, why I support it. Yeah. I always forget <laughs> he's in that, and he's actually British in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I think a cartoon show, do you remember, do you remember back in the 90s? Of course. There were very, there were always cartoon shows, and there might still be, I don't know, but Saturday morning cartoon shows were cartoons of movies. Men in Black. Oh, yeah, I The Ghostbusters. They had a Beetlejuice cartoon. Beetlejuice cartoon was great. Oh, what was the, what was the other Ghostbusters? Uh, the original Ghostbusters, and then there was the remake of the new Ghost, the Extreme Ghostbusters. The Extreme Ghostbusters. I remember watching yeah. that. And one of them was a girl. Yeah, I remember she was that. a hot goth chick. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to be into this forever. Um, now you all know. But yeah, uh, so I think this could be just a cool something for kids to enjoy, too. Yeah. Because it's not as scary. It's not as long. It's not as much big exposition. And also, I think it'll be good for anime nerds. I think it will also give, like, backstory to, like, the the war before or the war, you know, up to the movie. During, I don't after, know what the, I don't know, it. I don't that's know what's a, going up that's to. That's a hugely unexplored world, and it always culminates in robots fighting monsters. So, fuck do you want? Yeah. What else do you want? Robots versus wrestlers? Um, did Someone just sent me a, a screenshot from How I Met Your Mother, and it said, Robots versus wrestlers, 2019. And I was like, because it was a flash forward for them You're at the right. time. And I was like, ooh, ooh, does anyone have tickets? Does, can anyone get me tickets oh, to Robots vs. Wrestlers? I want to see Mexican Ted Mosby. Oh, yeah. Steve, do you have any more notes? I got one more note. One more note. So the Knives Out and the new Jumanji trailer dropped this week. I watched them both. Yes. Knives Out looks very, very good. It does. It's good to see um, old 007 there. Daniel taken, Craig. Taken a little less seriously. Yes. I like his accent. He's playing Southern. Is he? Yeah, that's why. He, I didn't pick it up at the first time. I caught it the last few times. He goes, uh, but he's playing it Southern. Oh. I have to watch the trailer. Yeah. Catch that. There was a line in the trailer the first time I saw it that I didn't get where um, Captain America, Chris Evans, goes, 
what is a CSI KFC? And oh, I was that's like, right. Now you, is it a fat joke? I was like, why does? And I watched it again. I'm like, oh, because he's southern. Oh shit. I have to watch it again, mm-hmm. but that looks really good, and uh, Jumanji Next Level looks good. It does. It's bringing back essentially what I want. I don't know if I want to see Jack Black pretend to be a black child for two hours, but he pretended to be a white and that was hilarious. Girl for two hours. That was hilarious. So, so I'm sure if anyone can pull it off, it's chubby, pleasant Jack, Jack Black. Black. Yeah, um, and then of course it's good to see Karen Gillan in shorts again. Mm-hmm. She has 90% legs. Just mostly legs. Her legs start around her shoulders, and then the rest of it, who cares? It's just all legs. <sighs> it's yeah, She's got a great set of legs. She does. She used to be a model. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you see modeling pictures, she looks real bummed out. <laughs> well, now she's an actress, and now she's happy. And now she's happy. Well, I'm sure she was trying to look fierce. I'm sure she was, yeah. 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 Oh. You got anything else, Taylor? Um, A little bit of a boner. That's gross. I'm gross. I feel bad about that. I might cut that joke. (laughs) Ask me if I have anything else again. You got anything else again? No, I'm good. Okay. (laughs) All right. Uh, Are are you uh, ready for our first story? Yes. All right. What do you got for me, Steve? What if I told you it was the 10th anniversary of the 30 for 30 films? 10th anniversary, you say? 10th anniversary. So they started in 2009? Yeah. You know, I enjoy the 30 for 30 films on old Espen. I've watched a majority of them. Not in the last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you were mad about one missing something. Uh, yeah, but I recorded it. Oh, okay. I'm halfway through it. It's called The Good, The Bad, and The Hungry. It's about Kobayashi and Joey oh, Chestnuts. Oh, fun. Yes. That's why you know so much. <laughs> That's why I know so much. All right. <laughs> but I've been listening to the 30 for 30 podcast. and They've been going back to some of the older movies. Mm-hmm. They covered the U. Uh-huh. They covered the uh, two Escobars. Okay. Uh, you got the King's Ransom with Gretzky getting traded to L.A. Oh, right, right, right. That was like the first one they, they did. That's the first one? That's the first ever one they did, yeah. I was surprised when they started doing documentaries because, you know. I, they were only going to do it for like that, like, year. Yeah. But it, they were so fucking popular. They're so good. They just kept doing them. They're so, they make me give a shit about sports. I got. That's I gave, hard to do for you. I gave a shit about a draft in like 1992. Oh, no, it was like the 81 I, or 82 uh, draft. I it was the one the one I watched was uh with Jim Kelly. Jim No, it was Marino and um Brent Favre? No, it was Marino, um Elway, Jim Elway. Kelly was in there. Oh, Jim Kelly was in there. Oh, uh, I can't remember what it Oh, it was Elway to Marino. It was about the 83 draft. Yeah, that one. That was like in season my bad, volume 2. Yeah. That it made me give a shit about that. Oh yeah, and Marino's like, I want to go to Pittsburgh, so I went to school there. But he's like, but Florida seemed nice, and I'm like, Marino seems like a nice guy. He is a nice guy. I mean, he helped solve that crime in Ace Ventura. Yeah, yeah with he, the dolphin went missing, when yeah. Snowflake the dolphin went missing, and that's the reason. Laces out. I support a certain team. Uh, the the dolphins. Yeah, sure. All right. Let's see what else they got. What other movies? Um. That's not Denzel. I thought I said Denzel for a second. I'd watch a movie. They talked about the Pony Express, the SMU Mustangs football program, which got the death penalty in college. What? Yeah. What does that mean? So the death penalty in college is like they take away all your scholarships. You can't compete for a bowl game. You can't do any recruiting. Pretty much your whole program is dead. Why does that happen? How did that happen? Corruption. Oh, wow. 
Shit, I gotta check that they out. Tried, That's super interesting. They tried to they tried to give uh, Miami the death penalty a couple times. Miami University, yeah, the yeah. U. That, the they're U. my they're my favorite college football team because of the documentary. The Hurricanes, the Hurricanes. Yeah, shit, that, that the U spawned off the U Part Two. Yeah, and then spawned off Convicts versus Catholics, which was just about a game between the Hurricanes and um, the Fighting Irish in Notre Dame. That's weird. <laughs> I know. I just read a super interesting book about Notre Dame. Um, did you know that the home of the Klan is South Bend, Indiana, where Notre Dame is? No, I did not know that. And they started uh, back in eighteen dickety two. They started uh, the Klan came in to do like this huge parade, mm-hmm. and like Klansmen from all over America were coming in, and they got in a fight with the local college kids to the point where college kids were like. Dire- pretending to direct cla- uh, direct traffic. And they're like, yeah, yeah, right down here, right down here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the clan meeting? Yeah, yeah, no problem. Right down here. And they direct guys into, like, alleys, beat the shit out of them, and steal their robes. Holy shit, you should make that into a fucking documentary. I can't believe it's... I would make it into a movie. I would watch I would wa- that I would movie. Wa- <coughs> oh, excuse me, I would watch that movie, too. Yeah, the book is called uh, Notre Dame versus the Clan. I can't remember the author off the top of my head, but that, if you Google that... That it's sounds incredible. pretty fucking interesting. If you want to get in on a Wikipedia hole, it's so interesting. I have to check that out. Oh, yeah. If you want to borrow the book, I got it. I'm going to borrow something else from you. So. Oh, yeah, you do so, have some stuff to borrow. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, some other movies. I hate Christian Later. That's the guy from Duke who's from Buffalo. Oh, is he the guy that's kind of like douchey? He's got big sunglasses and stuff. Mm, probably. Yeah, he, okay. he's douchey. He's he's he kind of like eighties douchey. Nineties douchey. Nineties douchey. Yeah. So eighties like Zuba 80s, pants. Zuba pants. Yeah. yeah, I think I know who that is. Oh, uh, see the Soul Man, which is about Sonny Velasco, who like helped recruit like NBA players to like Nike or Adidas. Oh. So that was pretty interesting. I thought that was Satan that said no. that deal. They did um oh they did all uh, Ric Flair. What? 30 for 30. I want to watch your 30 for 30 about Ric Flair. Dude, that was amazing. Woo! That was amazing. Uh let's see what else. They're all so good. They have all they've spun off like even other movies like The Fab 5 of like mm-hmm. Michigan, mm-hmm. which is probably my like one of my top favorite documentaries. I want to point out, just because of who our listener base is, do not forget about Four Falls of Buffalo. Oh, Four Falls of Buffalo. I was going to get to that. Okay. I, yeah, I know. I'm not- Listen, I've only seen three of them. I'm going to talk about all three. <laughs> What's the other one? What's the other two? Oh, no. I think that's the only... I think it was two. Oh. Wait. I might have seen the Gretzky one. The Gretzky one's good. Um, Reggie... Oh, Winning Time. Reggie Miller versus um, The Garden was really good. Okay. It's about the basket. You know Reggie Miller, the basketball player. No. Oh, okay. Jesus Christ. I know where the Madison Square Garden is. Yeah, but it's like him, like just trash talking all of New York oh, that's City. Cool. It was amazing. Steve, you know what? I we don't really have a home for this in in our format, but you know what? You should really watch on Netflix is historical roasts. What is that? Uh, they roast historical figures. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You were talking about that. And they have Muhammad Ali come on. Oh, I should check that out. Oh, it's totally worth it. And he gets roasted by, they were like the goats. So they bring out the goats. So they bring out Bruce Lee, the greatest martial artist. Um, ah, shit, it's Bruce Lee. I can't remember who another guy is. And Babe Ruth. And they keep making fun of Babe Ruth because he's not actually that good at baseball. He just was for the time. Just for the time, yeah. He's like a fat piece of shit. He ate hot dogs and drank beer. And at one point they were like, oh, Babe Ruth, this guy shit. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> hang on. This guy <laughs> shits. This guy shits, puke, and 
burps farts and i was like that is the dumbest joke of the world and i'll never forget it for the rest of my life he poops puke and burps farts jesus well i'll I'll check i'll check out um, yeah uh historical bros i recommend it to the listener as well and the last film i'll cover really quick i didn't really cover a lot of films i just talked about titles and stuff Mm. by the way yes do watch do watch the um four falls of buffalo yeah it's very good. It's very interesting. It's very interesting. As a Bills, as not a Bills fan. Yeah, it's not a Bills fan and it, not a local. It, well, I'm a local, but. Yeah. Screen Dallas, not part of them. Go Dallas. They're your own place. Go Cowboys. You're your own place. We probably just lost a shit ton of viewers now. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry. we're really, uh, really supporting some teams that are not we popular the, locally. We support the Bisons. We're a worldwide yeah. organization. Is um, OJ Made in America. Ooh. It is a five-part documentary. Shit. I own it. I, I coughed up the money to buy it. It's so fucking good. That's O.J. Simpson? Yeah. He's that guy from Roots, right? He was in Roots? No. Was he in Roots? He was in Roots. Oh. What no. about the naked gun? He's the he's, he's that actor. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. he's he that also, actor. He also killed his wife. Ex-wife. What? Yeah. What? Allegedly. Do they show you some crime photos? Dude. We don't have to get into O.J. I feel like if you grew up yeah. anytime after O.J., you're like, yeah, he did but, it. But <laughs> just watch it. It's very, very good. He's on Twitter now. I know. Dylan's all excited for it. I feel like you shouldn't follow him on Twitter. Shout out to Dylan Saltz. Oh, DJ Saltz. He's got to come on. He does got to come on. So that's uh, watch. Yo, you guys have to watch these 30 for 30s. It's 10th anniversary. Buy ESPN Plus for six ninety nine. Watch them. Watch them. Watch them. Watch them. All right, Taylor. But you enjoyed them? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, well, <laughs> well, fuck you, Christian Bale. Christian Bale's so mean. Yeah. Well. Um, Steve, it's time for my next story. All right. Do you remember what the first story I ever did on uh, Pop 5 was? Because you asked me to come on and do that story. I don't remember. A long time ago, in the galaxy far, far away. Thank you, Drew. Thank you, Drew. Do we have, like, music for do for this? Like, <sighs> No, but if you want to keep doing that. No. I'm okay. <laughs> um, uh, I was asked to talk about how I felt about the 13th Doctor being a woman. Oh, yes. I remember that. Now. Yes. So that was, that was what I had to do. And I kind of lost my shit a little bit on that episode. So I'm going to be super, super cool for my next story. And I'm not going to go off any rails whatsoever. Oh, you're not going to pull a Roselli? I'm not going to. Okay. My hands are tied. Um, so the Little Mermaid uh, has released casting info. And I'm going to try my best to say her name right and not call her Haley. Haley. Stop it. Haley Bailey's. Thank you. Uh, has been cast as uh, Ariel. Uh, the Little Mermaid. Yeah. 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 Um, and people are losing their shit. Because she black. And I'm going to be honest, and I, I hate that I have to keep having this conversation, but nerds, get over it. Every movie, when you were a kid, had all white people. What happened? Yeah. There's no, there's no, there's no, well, there's one black guy in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Is that the sword guy? Uh, he was brown, but he also was a villain with no lines and got murdered immediately. Okay. Uh, no, it's a captain of the ship that they're briefly on. 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. and I remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, even their brown guys were played by white guys, John Rice Davies. Um, and and I think we're at a point in time, I mean, there's always one black guy in Star Wars, but people still lose their shit when they let a black guy hold a lightsaber. Who, who cares? Mace Windu, uh, Samuel Jackson held a lightsaber. Yes, he did, and um, even cooler than both him and John Boyega was always smooth, cold 45. Billy D. Williams. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows Billy D. Williams' name is William Williams. <laughs> it's always bothered me. He does a good job of covering it up, though. Maybe his parents didn't like him that much or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably not his real name. Um, so we're, we're at a point where um, nerds, filthy, smelly basement dwellers, are upset because Ariel is going to be played by a black woman. Um, and I think the reason is because they love gingers. And I'm here as king of the gingers to allow this. All hail king of the gingers. Thank you. As king of gingers, I do demand that anyone a fan of our very attractive women and our very weird looking men, let it go. Who, Who cares? Our time is over. We are ready to take the boats into the West We're not living. and join the elves. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay, guys. We're going to be fine. It's not a big deal. And furthermore, how on God's green earth do people have time to give a shit what the Little Mermaid in the live-action remake of The Little Mermaid, a movie for children, looks like? You already had The Little Mermaid. Your Little Mermaid doesn't change. This is for someone else. Can I be honest with you? Please. I don't really give a shit. I know. You, you, I'm going to tell you why. One, because I'm not a Little Mermaid fan. Yeah. I don't care You're what, who you cast. You're a grown adult. You want to cast whoever? Go ahead. Cast The Rock. I don't give a shit. No, don't cast The Rock. Here's the That'd thing, be though. weird. Here's the thing, though. I do have a casting. For? for Her father. Was Neptune? Uh, Neptune's brother, King Trident. Oh, Trident, my bad. Okay, who? Um, Terry Crews. Oh, you can do his like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, if you want to get a little more regal, maybe a more royal sounding person. Can, can I get? Can I get? Take a guess. Yeah, you sure can. Idris Elba. Oh, it's Idris Elba. <laughs> Fuck yeah! If I get to see underwater mermaid Idris Elba, I will pay any amount of money, any amount of money, to see. Underwater mermaid, no shirt, Aegis Alba. I really want to point out no shirt. That's important to okay. mermaid lore. It's okay. So, essentially, I'm just saying, in this world, where we all have to work together, oh, the me. things that we need to care about are not Little Mermaid related. They're not about what color skin the Little Mermaid has. The When people are like, oh, she'd be paler because there's no light underwater have you ever seen an all white fish no no Who, like guys. especially in the ocean they have crazy colors guys get out of your mom's basement stop eating doritos getting your dorito fingers all over your computers yeah, yeah, yeah. trolling everyone just yeah. stop just stop just it's stop. not okay it's not okay it's unhealthy it's bad for you and girls don't like it i saw they cast uh, melissa mccarthy as a sea witch ursula yeah. ursula yeah i like that yeah but good casting I like it. I think I believe that's. I believe they cast. Her. I think she can play it a little funnier, yeah. and I think that'll be good. Let's see what scared the shit. What's, out a, of what's the fish called again? Is that uh, flounder? Flounder. 
How do I know this? I, I believe Flounder is... I, someone said Scuttle was a woman. I don't know who Scuttle... Oh, it's the bird. The bird is played by a woman now. Who gives a shit? There's a bird? Yeah. yeah I'm, not, I'm not the Disney expert. He's so. the one who does all the exposition where he shows up and he's like, that's Prince Eric. Am I right? Oh, okay. Yeah. I honestly could not remember until now because I read an article. I'm like, the fuck is Scuttle? I was like, is it one of the eels? Well, who cares? I'm sure the movie will do good. I just saw the trailer for the new Mulan movie. New Mulan looks good. Yeah. Looks good. And it's like, mermaids aren't real. No, they're not. Mermaids aren't real. I was tricked by that Discovery Channel documentary. You remember those? Yeah. They had one on dragons that was so interesting. I was like, they're fucking real? Yeah. And no, they're no. not. That was great. That was, that was super cool. That was a great series. Yeah. Um. So... As my final thoughts, as I let you go, because it's not worth it to dwell on this. Do you want to dwell on it after we uh, take our break? You want to like scream at me? You know what? Hey, Alex. Alex. Oh, you know it's coming, bitch. All right. Uh, in my closing words, cut it out. Quit being lame. That's fair enough. I don't want to encourage violence. But I think some nerds need to be beat up more so that they know not to express the shit that comes into their brains. I agree. It's true. Like, as a young man with my comic book, that was not a safe item to bring on a book on the bus because you get beat up. So I'm like, all right, comic books stay at home. Those are at home toys. Your racist views, those are at home toys. Don't take them out because you should be beaten, beaten in the street. I second that. All right. Sorry. Yeah, I, I didn't know if you wanted to say anything. Honestly, Steve, here's the thing. I don't know if I'm more upset by people's racially motivated uh, uh, feelings about casting or the people who give a shit about The Little Mermaid. You're grown-ass adults. Who cares? It's, it's not for you. It's, it's for it's children. It's not for you. It's not for us. It's, it's for, for like, little girls. It's for six- and seven-year-old girls. Like... Dude, the fuck? And, and people that love Disney a lot. If you love The Little Mermaid, guess what? It's out on DVD. Go listen, watch listen, it. You're going to go see it. You're, you saw the live-action Beauty and the Beast. You're going to see the live-action Mulan. You saw Dumbo, probably. Yeah, if you saw Dumbo. You're probably going to see The Lion King. I heard Aladdin's pretty good. I heard there's going to be a live version of Toy Story one day. Yeah. No, I just made that last oh, part up. I got excited. I heard Toy Story 4 is doing okay. I heard it's pretty good. Yeah. Alright. Can we go to a break? Yeah, we can go to a break. You want a hug? Yeah. Alex, come hug Taylor. No, wait. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Oh, shit. We'll be right back. Alright, guys, we're back. Alright, Taylor, you ready to get trippy? Yeah, let's trip it. Let's trip it. So, to expand our listenership. Mm-hmm. I've watched another new show. Oh, what did you watch, Steve? Euphoria on HBO. That's not that's not a that's not a superhero. No, it's not. Oh, interesting. So, what is this, Steve? I've only seen the trailer. Euphoria follows a group of high school students as they navigate through drugs, sex, identity, trauma, social media, love, and friendship. Thanks for reading the copy. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, interesting. Um, so. I don't well, want to... Okay, so here, here's what it follows. Right. It follows the main character of Rue, who's mm-hmm. played by Zendaya. Okay. The show starts off with her being born right on 9-11. Her parents are watching the towers fall. Mm-hmm. And as she grows up, she starts 
she develops like OCD and um, what's the um, hypertension deficit disorder? I can't think of the H. Hypertension. I can't. It's tennis elbow. No uh, attention deficit yeah, hyperactive yeah, disorder. Yeah, ADHD. ADHD. Um, they put her on drugs. Her father gets sick. I assume cancer. Yeah. They don't really tell you. Mm-hmm. She takes some of his like painkillers. Ooh. She starts getting hooked on that, and yeah. she overdoses. Shit. Her little sister finds her, Ooh. and she comes back from rehab. That's where the show sort of picks up with okay. her coming back from rehab. That's where we start off? Yeah. Do, is that explained through flashback? Sort of, yeah. Okay. So you see that. And then you meet all these other, like, high schoolers. You meet, like, Lexi, who is, like, Rue's, like, childhood friend played by uh, Maude Apatat. Judge Apatat's and Leslie Mann's daughter. Apatow? Yeah, Apatow, my bad. I was like, Apatow. who's Judge Apatow? I'm sorry, I'm tired. You sound like my dad explaining mo- I like them Anchorman movies with yeah. the Judge Apatow. <laughs> Judge Apatow? Yeah, yeah the bad. Judge Apatow. You got a cat who's overweight, who has sex for the first time in the first episode. Okay. And they record this. Oh. And they post it on, like, Pornhub. No. And people love it. Oh. So she starts... Doing live camera stuff. Yeah. That's a big gray area. Oh, it gets dark quick. (sighs) Steve, you know there are certain things I don't like and you don't have to say them out loud on the show, but am I going to be okay if I watch this? Oh, there's not that thing. Okay. No, like, there's a scene where, like, this cheerleader is getting back at her boyfriend. Mm Mm-hmm. And he accuses this guy of, like, doing that thing but uh-huh. he did, didn't do okay. they didn't sleep together okay that's fine they're All kind right. of dry humping in a pool cute yeah. oh we've all been there yeah. I remember high and school and he beats the shit out of this older guy who's like 22 shit he's like you're not gonna tell anyone man so so this is some high high school drama oh dude yeah now there were, are you familiar with like Skins or Degrassi or any of those shows no I was going to ask you how they compare, because those are very heavy-handed in, like, the problems of today with teenagers having sex at the mall. No, they're, having, they're not having sex at the mall. No. That's just a bunch of, like, like the drugs that they get, Yeah, I wouldn't even know where to get. What are they doing, Steve? They're doing, like, um, fentanyl. Huh? Fentanyl? Yeah. That can kill you. Well, so kill you easy. So I'll tell you the story. Her dad must have had cancer because that's what fentanyl is for. So Rue goes to her drug dealer Fez. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he, from that '70s show. <laughs> that's not from that '70s oh. show. It, you should see like this operation that he's got going on, like with his little brother or something. Shit. They like own a convenience store, uh-huh. and they run their drug business out of there and out of this like apartment that's got cameras, and you have to be buzzed in and shit. Shit. We used to just go to the guy outside a subway. Yeah. And I didn't, for the record, I didn't do drugs as a child, but I remember going to the subway guy with my friends, and they're like, yeah, let me get a dime bag or whatever. Yeah. And uh, and he was like, what can I get for you, my man? And I was like, like nothing. And I was like, uh, can I get a beer? Like, I honestly, I just would like some rum and Coca-Cola. And he was like, oh, I can't. I'm not 21. But would you enjoy some heroin? <laughs> oh, Jesus. He was one of our friend's older brothers, and I honestly don't remember whose brother he was. But I was just like, what, what world do I live in? And I was like, well, that's why certain drugs are regulated. They yeah. end up getting very harder to get. 
okay, well, um, sorry, Steve. That so, was a, I just want so to tell back, that story. Back to Rue and her meeting of this like really upper level drug dealer. Because mm-hmm. she's not supposed to be there, right? And he's trying to kick her out, but she wants her fucking drugs, right, right, right. And she and like she's lying at her um, NA meetings that she's clean for sixty Ooh. days, and the one guy like tells like I know you're not clean. I can fucking tell. Oh yeah, you can tell. And he gives her like her his card like as like a sponsor type thing. Oh right. So so she's there, and this guy is like. You know, up up against her, and he's like, "You're gonna try this." So he puts the drugs on the knife. Oh no! And she just no. And she passes the fuck out. I and don't like this, Steve. Dude, like I said, am I gonna be okay? No, you probably won't be. This yeah. might not be a show for you, Taylor. I, yeah, I don't think I can watch this. I've, I've, I'm so sensitive. I'm watching it. I'm like, oh, this is even tough for me, <sighs> and I'll watch almost anything. What, well, Steve? Would you recommend this to not just our listeners, but who would you recommend this to? Anyone who's curious to see what the drug culture maybe is like in America, like it tackles that kind of stuff. Yeah, I can't. Like it's very. I can't verify that by myself. It's very, but very. I've seen the reviews w- and they're good. It's very, very well written. Yeah. So I'm very interested. And Zendaya is really fucking good in this. I think this will be a chance for her to really act the shit out of things. It's weird hearing her say fuck. And cock and penis and vagina. Steve, it's weird hearing you say that. Why? Because <laughs> you're making eye contact with me. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll look, I'll look at the Evil yeah, Dead poster. Look, look over there. Vagina. Say it to Bruce Campbell. I can't. He's got a look, chainsaw look and a shotgun. deep into Bruce Campbell's eyes. Glorious eyes you are, have. Uh, look into his chin and say cock. Cock. <laughs> <laughs> you did it, folks. It probably should have a lot of beeps going on. Yeah, so <laughs> I am. We can't. We do have that ability. I'm not doing it. Okay. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't edit a cough out of the last episode of Top Five after I said in the episode I'll edit that. <laughs> I was like, I'm not doing that. Yeah, that's too much work. But dude, like, she should be nominated for something. Really? You think it's I that think so. good? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I think she's gonna be with us for a long time and. Hollywood has this great ability to find these young actresses yeah. who are just absolutely killer. And I think she's going to be one of them. Um, I just wish they could do the same thing with boys, with men. Because sure. I think we recycle a little, little too much. Yeah. Uh, season-wise for this show, yeah, I, it can't be more than maybe three. Three seasons? Uh, yeah, you can't, or at least two. They can't be in high school forever. Yeah. They can't be young forever either. Yeah, the stuff like... I, there's just so much crazy shit going on. Mm-hmm. Like you won't, you won't even believe it. Steve, I know we usually do ratings at the end, but I'm I'm curious. Out of five um, smiley face ecstasy pills, do we still do ex? We don't. We do Molly now. You want to do, 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 do out of out of five Mollies? How many you give it? Four and a half Mollies. Really? That's a lot of Molly. Yeah. So you, so so wait, would I die? I don't know. I, I don't, mean, you dehydrate, right? I don't, know. I don't You're do drugs. Really barking up the wrong tree. Yeah. I, I missed out on drugs in high school, and I never, never got the on only that thing I've ever done was smoke pot. Yeah, I enjoy a nice, delicious CBD on occasion, peppermint chocolate, please, um, and that's really just for my joints. Oh. My aching joints. So I, I recommend it for anyone who's interested in weird shit. Yeah. That's great. And that's HBO, correct? HBO, yeah. Uh, and how many episodes are out? A reminder, today is Thursday. Um, so 
recording and stuff. So four will come out tonight as we're recording. Okay, number four. All yeah, right, so four. So four. Yeah, catch up, people. I I'm I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna if try it. If you can't get through it, I don't, I don't blame you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you need a more sterile teenage there, experience, there Stranger is Things some, is out. There is some like rough sex happening. Is there? Yeah. I mean, I don't, like, I don't dislike that. Uh, yeah, okay. Anyway, I guess we, I guess we could have done this segment as Pop 5 After Dark. I've been saving up some stories because that was actually a lot of people really uh, enjoyed. They, like it? they enjoyed Pop 5 After Dark. I so did like that, saying jazz. <laughs> you really did jazz hands at me jazz. again. Yep. So, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. That's great, Steve. I'm looking forward to that. Like I said, I'm trying to expand. Can't keep talking about comic books and stuff. Especially this summer, because we don't have any fucking comic books. So. Sorry. I'm just bummed out. Like, summertime. We, we, You know, off topic. Steve, how you dealing with your Avengers hangover? I'm okay. Yeah? Yeah, like, our last story, we're going to cover Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Do we want to talk about it then? Oh yeah, we'll talk about it then. Like, right. like Shazam's coming out on Blu-ray in, in a week. Yeah, I'll probably pick that up. Mm-hmm. Um, Avengers Endgame's at the end of August, ish, I think, mm-hmm. or middle of August. I'll pick that up. Hey, you want to know something? Honestly, I'm probably a little burned out. Yeah. Like, the high that I had from the last two Marvel mm-hmm. movies. Uh, it's gonna take a while. It's, uh, it's, I'm coming down on it now. I'm like, oh, I don't want to chase that high. Yeah, I really don't want to, and I know I'm going to. Mm-hmm. I'm never gonna feel that way again. No, you're never going to. Never going to. So, all right. Thanks, you're, Steve. You're welcome. What do you got? Um, so, comic books. Oh, Let's get into it. Right. Uh, Netflix is approved. Deal in the works, and I mean it this time. I'm not going back on it. Uh, Netflix is doing. The Sandman as a TV show. Executive uh, Neil Gaiman to executive produce, the writer of the original comic book. Now, this should not be news because it has happened a few times before. Uh, it was in development with New Line at HBO with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, I remember that, yeah. He was cast. He was going to write. Um, and then... It, it didn't get picked up, right? Uh, what happened was Warner Brothers... Vertigo, um, the comic book line that does, uh, that did, excuse me, they're now dead. They have officially passed. It's DC Black. DC Black now, which they'll all be rolled, whatever. But the Vertigo line uh, did Sandman. um, Hellblazer. Hellblazer, uh, Swamp Thing, uh, Preacher. It was their more mature comic book line. Yeah, the mature comics, the the horror comics. The Kitchen was a a Vertigo. Um, Lots of great stuff. So that's all past now, and what Warner Brothers did was they moved all the movie rights for Vertigo were all put on their new line imprint. They moved all those back to regular old Warner Brothers. And as we know, when Warner Brothers makes DC movies, they make garbage. They do make garbage movies. So essentially what happened was they tried to turn whatever progress they had made into garbage, uh, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt quit, and the project fell apart. Shit happens. Shit happens. And, you know, whatever. So now we've got a chance. Neil Gaiman is executive producer, which he's never really been involved before. But now he's got TV cred up the ass. Yeah, he's got American Gods, Good Omens. Yeah. 
whereas before he had the BBC version of Neverwhere that he was barely involved in, which is, oh, it's one of the worst book adaptations I've ever seen. So the hot yeah, you can't speak, hot garbage? Hot garbage. Uh, just to give an example, uh, it's about, there's this monster living under London, and it's this huge uh, boar who's filled with spears and swords from people sticking him, and they just stayed in his back. Jesus. So he's all bristling with, with broken swords and broken spears, and he's this huge boar. Uh, when they made a robot, they made a cow. That's stupid. Yeah, like, you didn't... It's a boar. You made a cow. And no one stopped them. And no one made them redo it. So there's just a cow. Well, with him as executive producer, he'll don't get it right. He'll go, oh, no, no, it's a boar. And he'll say it nice because he's British. Yeah. So, Steve. Sandman's my favorite comic. We've talked about it many times, both here and on top. Yep, I remember your uh, top five comic book storyline for yep. it. Two of them were from Sandman. Yep. So now we've got a chance to put together uh, at least, I'd say, two seasons of the Sandman comics. Um, and I think it's time for us to write another movie. All right, let's do this. However, this movie is going to be a TV season, so we've got a little, a little more leeway. For those unfamiliar with the Sandman, I'll go over a real quick... Um, story arc. Uh, the story is uh, our hero is the Sandman, uh, Morpheus, the Dream Lord. He's the anthropomorphic representation of dreaming. So when you go to sleep at night and you dream, that's him. When you uh, hope for something different and you imagine it in your head, you're daydreaming, that's him. When you um, have a desire in your heart that you work towards, when you have a dream, is that desire? Or is it still a dream? Oh, uh, you know, that's a little mix of a both, isn't it? So, uh, and then and then he has, he is a member of the Endless. Yes. So he's basically a, a representation of what humans do. He has brothers and sisters. His brothers and sisters are in age order, destiny, death, dream, destruction, the twins, despair, and, and desire. Yeah. And uh, the last one is delirium, who was once known as delight. That might not be in your notes. Mm, no. Yeah, yes, yes. Ah, it is. Very she good. She was once known as Delight, yes. Yeah. I got deep that. Deep canon, deep canon. So, essentially, these are the, the stages that humans will go so through. So, are they like gods? They are beyond gods. They're beyond gods? Okay. They're essentially the stages of life, really. Yeah, so, uh, if you exist, you have a destiny. If you're born, you have a destiny and you will die. If you're born and you have a destiny, before you die, you will dream. If you have a if you're destiny and you're born and you dream, you will destroy. So wasn't... You will desire, you will despair, you will experience delirium, which is basically madness. Um, but once was delight, but that's not the world we live in I anymore. I can't remember. I, like, I, I read this, but I can't remember it now. Yeah. I can't find it. Which one, like, sort of just, like, eh, gave up, like... Uh, destruction. Destruction, that's what I thought. Destruction left the family. The, the act of uh, a lot of what Sam is about is what your personal responsibility is as a member of this endless and destruction says it's not up to me people will always destroy things it'll happen they just won't be ordered anymore and i don't need to be involved in that they don't need me to do that so he left and he became a wanderer okay they all live in um sandman's um world i mean like they um... kind of all have their own domain okay so Destiny is like a Grim Reaper-looking guy. He's got this big book of Destiny that he reads out of that he's chained to. Okay. And he walks through 
a garden maze. And that's that's all he really does. He's very boring. Uh, death is everywhere and nowhere at once. So she does have a domain. And at one point, um, a character from ancient Greek mythology travels there. And the domain is like an 80s apartment. Oh, that's pretty cool. Like it's got a squishy chair and a goldfish. Like a little picture of the family and an old TV. And her stockings are everywhere. And he's like, what is this world? It is so foreign to my eyes. Oh, shit. And she's like, wait, wait, wait. Let me clean up. You know, snap a finger. Oh. And it's like huge pillars. and So like, it looks more like Greece. So it looks more like, yeah, what what you would imagine the realm of death to be like. Because she, she's seen as like a goth chick. Death. Yeah, she's a hot goth chick. Um, uh, think uh, <laughs> Stoya from last last week's, or think um, oh, I had one for her. I could like a really pale Aubrey Plaza, maybe. Yes. Um, or uh, perhaps a oh um, uh, Djokovic, Mia Djokovic. Yeah. Or a perhaps I can't remember her name. Who was the one from Underworld? Was that Djokovic? Oh, um, Kate Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale. That's who I'm trying to think of. Okay. Imagine her, but pale. And then Dream looks like um... he looks like a he, he looks like Robert Smith from The Cure. Yes, yes, he does. He looks exactly like him, just yeah. with a longer face. Um, uh, so yeah, and so what? Our dream character, what the world that we could live in is anywhere at any time in any place because these characters are endless. They've always been and always will be. Essentially, yeah. So, like, will this be like a anthology? That's the question I'm asking, and I think Cause, it could be because I haven't read the comic yet. Mm-hmm. I'm going to borrow the first two books from you after we're done recording. Right. In a lot of ways, the comic is a mythology, is an anthology, yeah. like um, Mysterious Stranger, mm-hmm. um, like those comics where we know who we're going to see. At some point, we're going to see Dream, probably. Yeah. Most comics he's in. Um, but the actual players in that issue might be anyone. Shakespeare is is in one, and and Dream says, "I want you to make me a play for the King of Fairies." So Shakespeare writes a Midsummer's Night's Dream, and this comic is all about Shakespeare coming up with that play, coming up doing that play in front of all these monsters and fairies and and um, kings and queens. Because you showed me in, I think, in the second book, mm-hmm. was Martian, the, Martian the Manhunter. Yeah, Martian Manhunters. And so, one. like, could we see him show up? We could. That's the thing. It's still part of the now, extended DC universe. Now, here's the thing, though. Here's, here's my question. We don't know. Mm-hmm. I know it's going to be on Netflix. Yep. Will Warner Bros. pull it from Netflix? And then it'll be in limbo again to, because they want it on their app. I think, I think, because DC uh, the DC app, I think there's a there's a date on its tombstone already. Yeah, I think it's half buried and it'll show up on whatever the AT and T streaming yeah. is. However, this shit's going to be expensive AF. This is going to be pricey. Yeah. So, and I don't think DC wants to front that cash. To make garbage because that's all they make. And Swamp Thing was good, but uh, well, Netflix has the cash and they probably would. They have the cash and they know what they know how to make content. Yeah, they know what they're doing. So I think DC is going to let them do whatever they want with this completely unused property. Mm-hmm. No, no one makes any goddamn money off of Sandman anymore. There's no merchandise mm-hmm. anymore. No um, there barely was in the '90s. Yeah. I tried. Uh, 
and how much these comics sell. You know, the trade papers, the the anthologies, they're all more than five years Dude, old, the, the ten om- years old. The omnibus for the for Sam and the first one was like yeah. eighty dollars. Yeah, yeah, and that's marked down because I remember spending down, yeah. a lot on the first one uh, back in the day. So, r- really, I think this is an opportunity for Netflix to have everything they want. They have the keys to the castle. So what I suggest, it just in the most vaguest sense, is a it's going to be a Sandman story, mm-hmm. but because it's episodes, you can throw one episode in that's just about uh, Robert Gadling, the man who refused to die, which is a Sandman story, but it barely has the Sandman in it. Oh, okay. He pops in here and there. Do, um, but do the other like endless pop in for uh, that one? Death is in the very beginning. Okay. Uh, you could have. I hope the music's not getting picked up. Someone's playing music over the bunker. Oh, yeah. Um, you could have the story of um, uh, 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 Emperor Norton the first, uh, the first emperor of America. Oh, that's the, that's the one. The, From what I did on yeah. Top 5 Comic Book Story Arts. You could do that. Sandman's in it at the beginning, uh, and Death's at, in it at the end. That'd be a pretty cool adaptation of that story. It would be. So they have options. There's, um, and, and because they can travel anywhere in time and space, they can do whatever they want. This is a lot of freedom, and I think if they intersperse those stories into a larger arc, they can do very well. How many episodes for the first season? I It's Netflix, so I assume 13, 12 or 13. I say 13, 10. It would be perfect. I think I, I would go... 10 if you're not going to intersperse stories like that. Okay. 13 if you're going to. I, well, I think you should have at least one episode dedicated just for that. If nothing else, that's Oscar so bait, how, baby. So how often do, um, like, destruction and... Not that often. Um, so your main villain is actually Desire, his sister. Is it Desire? It is Desire, but it's not. It's very undercover. But okay. if I had to say this is who the villain of the story is, she is the antagonist. Because you, you have to have – if you're going to do the show, you have to have an antagonist. You do. And I think what it's going to be is the overarching antagonist is Desire. All right. But you're going to have um, villain of the month kind of guys. You're big bads. Okay. Each season. But you still have death in most of the and, – And death will show up when she can. The problem okay. is she's the incarnation of death and, and – that's kind of a powerful ally to have. So even in the comic, not around that often. Okay, okay. You have to understand the even though they're family, they're like dysfunctional, strange, yeah. and dysfunctional. And some of them get along, and some of them don't. Uh, so what I would do for the first storyline is fight. Um, Sandman is imprisoned by this Aleister Crowley character, uh, and then he gets out. He's imprisoned for I think. 80 years or something he gets out he goes in in the early 20th century he gets out in the late 80s Mm -hmm. mid late 80s so i would put have him escape and then he has to fight dr destiny which is really more about him regaining his strength and i think it would be fine to burn dr destiny because he's not a great villain he's just kind of like a scary monster guy yeah Um, he'd be the perfect monster of the week yeah and i'd be happy with burning him early but if you're not going to burn that villain, I'd replace him with um, the Corinthian, who is a nightmare created by Dream as the dark mirror of humanity. Oh, shit. He's got 
teeth where his eyes should be. Oh! So he's got like little mouths where his eyes are, oh, and he he cuts out eyeballs and puts them in in his eyes, and he eats them. That's fucked up. Yeah, isn't it good? Um, so he was created as a nightmare by Morpheus, the Dream Lord, to um, essentially, and he gets loose when uh, Dream gets imprisoned. The Corinthian gets loose and wreaks havoc on the world. And, oh my god! And he becomes a serial killer. So if you needed, absolutely needed, your first villain to stick around, you could put him in. Okay. He's the villain in the shitty screenplay from 2013, which is available on the internet, by the way. Was it the one that um, Levitt wrote or no? I think it might have been. Okay. No, no, it's not. It's um, it's a guy who who it's a regular screenwriter, but All he right. did some other stuff. Uh, but yeah, it's real shitty. Uh, but he's the main villain in that. But the thing is, uh, Satan himself, Lucifer, uh, from the TV show, but not interested. But he, in he crosses over. He crosses over. He crosses. He spins off. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He spins off into his own. Because he uh, he's in the first. He's in one of the first few episodes. That's a good villain right there to come back to. You could yeah, you could cast the same guy, right? Yeah, you absolutely could, and you can make it a prequel because he does in the Sandman comics. He quits hell, and that's why he's. Oh, helping like, a cop solve crimes in the Lucifer show? Yeah, but you you have I've never watched it. You said it's not I, the comics completely different. Oh, uh, completely different. Um, but con, but he crosses over with Constantine. Yep, Constantine. So you could bring the guy who does Constantine. You absolutely could. That guy loves playing Constantine. I wish so they bring back. Do it. I wish they bring back his fucking show. I wish I, they do his show right. I wish they would. Um, but I think this is a chance to get a lot of our friends back. Uh, so we can go see our friend Lucifer, and he'll actually be, like, the prince of hell. That'd mm-hmm. be cool as shit. That would be awesome. Um, they could bring in Constantine, and he'll do some so, cool Constantine stuff. Are you setting this in the in the 80s, 90s? What are you setting this in? I want to do the 80s, but I feel like it'll be too dated, so I think I would set it today. Okay. Because um, as much as I delight in how very 80s it is on occasion, I think the um, – I think the – Characters are more timeless than that. All right. Like, you can still have Death be a goth chick, and that reads. Oh, yeah, there's still goth chicks. Too yeah, 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 and of course, when yeah, and, that, and that's fine. You can still have the Dream Lord as a guy who rarely wears street clothes, but when he does, it's jeans and a t-shirt. That still reads. Yeah. Um, and, I, you know, everyone else just update them a little smidgen. And the fun thing is, if we want to do an 80s episode, we can go back. Okay. So, do you got any casting ideas? <sighs> Yeah, so for uh, Dream, I have um, probably the best person to do it would be David Bowie, the corpse of David Bowie. If we could just necromance that guy back into it and then convince him to act because he was done acting, that would be great. Okay. I really don't have much else, Steve. I'm going to hand you... Can't reach. I'm going to hand you the second comic because right. Dream's, Dream's uh, uh, images are a little more... Um, stabilized because everyone knows. You know, think about how Homer Simpson looked in the first comic or in the first Simpsons. He looks crazy and sounds weird. Yeah. So they, he gets a little more stabilized. He's not that much in that second comic. But there you go. Oh, there we go. Um, I don't like Joseph Gordon-Levitt for no. Him. That's the thing. Ooh, who could pull this look off? It's very, it's very pale. It's sad. Who's it's, the guy that played Hannibal? Uh, um, uh, Mads Mikkelsen. No, 
I think he's too old. Okay, too old. Okay. Could he be um? Could he be Destiny? Anyone could do Destiny. Well, okay. Yeah, I think he could. I think he could do Destiny. I think I could see him doing uh. Like how old's De- like? I know Destiny's like the oldest. Of he's the- yeah. He's an old decrepit guy, but he has a hood, so you don't really see his face. Okay. He's like a Grim Reaper type character. I could see Mads Mikkelsen being um, uh, Rob Gadling, the man who won't die. Oh, okay. Um, because I I think he could play that off. And his accent is um, just European enough that it, it's hard to place. I'm not sure who the fuck would cast his dream. Yeah. And for uh, Dr. D, just anyone in corpse makeup, really. Yeah, really. Um, it's tough. The first... You know who you should cast as uh, Dr. Destiny? Hmm. Oh, my God. What the fuck is his name? The guy from uh, SVU. Ice-T. Not Ice-T. The, the guy wasn't guy. happy. The bald guy. I know who you're talking about. Um, Christopher Maloney. Yeah. I could see Maloney do it. I think Maloney would be an awesome uh, Dr. Destiny. Maloney would be good. I would be into that. I think he'd be fun, too, because he really got to have fun on Happy. Yeah. And they don't let him have fun on SVU. No. He had fun on Oz. I didn't see that. <laughs> I don't want to know. Okay. Um, shit, I don't know. Yeah, it's hard. That's the thing. It's hard. And I, I, I don't have one. Because when I was looking this over, I'm like thinking like who the fuck would i cast for these guys i don't know i want like, someone del- tall and gaunt i could maybe see mark strong if they put a wig on him mm, but then i'm gonna watch a old. guy in a wig and he's still too old I, I you know the girl who plays beverly in um it yes i could see her as a uh, delirium because she's like the youngest i absolutely could see her as i was delirium. like i would cast her as that'd that. be good that would be good the spare i don't fucking Despair, you want someone super androgynous. So I would go with um, yeah, get Tilda Swinton. Okay, then who you get for her, uh, Desire? No, Desire, I want Tilda Swinton. Okay. Oh, did you say Despair? Yeah. I'm sorry, Despair, I would go with some kind of monster because that's basically what she looks like. She's like a little gremlin. Oh, really? Yeah, she's like a little troll. Oh. So I'm, I'm going to go with... So uh, you cast a voice actor, then. Uh, Betsy Sodaro. Okay. Betsy Sedaro sounds like this. Oh, okay. It's super weird. Destruction. Uh, uh Batista, fuck it. Yeah, Batista. Fuck I yeah. I don't know. Sure. He's just a big he's a big ginger guy, is is what he looks like in the comics. Oh, he's a ginger guy? He doesn't have to be ginger. Clearly I'm not nailed to ginger. Uh, as king of, I will give that. Maybe a we should come back to casting. Down well, the road. you know, we'll have a lot more information later. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. This is a chance for Netflix to absolutely shine with a property that has never been fully realized. God, I hope it's done right. And if it's not, we all have to kill ourselves. I'm not going that we far. We all have to die because nothing will be worth. No, nope, we, we all have to do something we all hate. What's that, Steve? You gotta drink milk. <sighs> I will eat. Jello. All right, you heard it here, folks. If the Sandman show comes out and it's not good, I will drink a glass of milk on air. Oh, I'm, I'm choking up thinking about it, Steve. Yeah, I'm choking up just thinking about eating <sighs> Jello. I hate Jello. You want to take a break? Okay, we're gonna take a break, guys. We'll be right back. <laughs> back from our final break and Taylor finally threw up from thinking about milk. Stay. <laughs> Sorry. I don't feel good. Hey, let's talk about Spider-Man Homecoming. I mean, oh my god, Spider-Man yes, Far From let's. Home. So Spider-Man, no, uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. 
Uh, we we got our our season our studio passes. I I went with the group. Yep, yep. Steve fucking deigned, lowered himself to see the movie with the rest of us. Yes, I got my pass. I knew you weren't getting out of that one. No, I wasn't. I was not getting out we of that. We can one. only get so many press passes, and uh, you know what? We didn't want to sit in the car and record some shit. So no, fuck thank you guys. Yeah, I don't feel like it. It's hot. <laughs> it was really hot that day. Oh was, my god, I was hot in the theater. Yeah, yeah, it was super hot. All right, all right. So um, we saw. What'd you think? Uh, I my quibbles are tiny and mean nothing. I really don't have much to pick apart from the movie. No, I I don't. Um, it was a perfect um, epilogue for uh, the Infinity Saga. That's a good word for it. It was an epilogue for Infinity, and it really was a passing of the torch. Oh, oh my God, yeah. And although I don't like Spider-Man being treated like Iron Man Jr. Oh, yeah, hey, fucking spoilers. Yeah, we're going to spoil a shit ton for you guys. Spoilers. So if you haven't listened to it, you probably should just stop listening right now. Yeah, or listen to it and then go see it and be like, those guys were full of shit. Um, (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Remember that time when the lizard came in and started blowing Mysterio? That was nuts. No. What? No. Oh, I got to stop taking acid. So, (laughs) uh, I thought it was, I don't like... Spider-Man being treated like Iron Man Jr. And this both treated him like Iron Man Jr. Yeah. And also distinguished him from Iron Man. Yes, yes. He, he Oh, yeah. He did inherit all of, like, Stark's technology. Yeah, essentially it was... It was like... It was uh, Peter Parker getting Tony Stark's inheritance. Yeah. Which was... Which was weird because he has a daughter. Uh, Yeah, but his daughter's a child. Okay, true, true that. Okay, yeah. all right. Um, and also not a super scientist. Not yet. Not yet. Plus, we don't want her to have um, Edith. God, could you imagine a six-year-old having that? That'd be crazy. What the... the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? Is it dinosaurs? It's Marvel. They're mad at us. Marvel, it's, don't be mad. We love it's you. no spoilers. Two weeks. Um, yeah, no. You have 48 hours. You have 48 hours. Watch, watch. He's going to say you have 24 hours. You have 24 hours. Eh? No, eh? Jack Bauer. Eh? He's yep. going to show up? Yep. So, so you know, so it happens eight months after Endgame. They give you a really good explanation about how they go back to school. They get fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're like halfway through the semester, and they all blip out. That's what they yeah, call they, it. They start calling it the blip. And they have to restart the whole school year over again. Yeah, and they had a great season of people. What would happen to people who came back? Because we know, you know, Doctor Strange is running around picking people up from God knows where. Yeah, and then... But, like, for the kids who are playing basketball, half of them blip, oh, and then they no, come no, back. It was, it was a marching band. It was a marching band. They're playing basketball when they come back. And they come back into the middle of a basketball game. It was hilarious. It was great. Aunt May blipped out. Aunt May blipped. She came back and there's some random people living in her apartment. Yeah. She was like, it was real hard explaining to them that I wasn't dead. Yeah. Oh, you know the um, the function she's got going on? Being hot? Oh, oh, oh the, yeah, the, the she's, she's the, the charity, the charity. She rocks those mom jeans, she does. those oh aunt glasses. Oh, my God. Even uh, one of our friends of the show is in the theater like, what is up with mm-hmm. her? I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know, lady. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Yeah, her, her charity function. That was the same charity in the... Spider-Man game, Feast. Was it? I thought it was the Salvation Army. Uh, did it say Salvation Army? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Which, uh, by the Somebody way... Somebody said it was Feast. Oh, well, I I don't know. I, it looked like the Salvation oh. Army logo. But it, it might have changed. I didn't actually read it. Uh, by the way, don't donate to the Salvation Army. That money doesn't go to um, 
than most people. Oh, okay. Yeah, they they use a lot of their money for lobbying the government against gay marriage, which is not what charities should be doing. Okay, did you learn something new? Yeah, just throwing it out Oh, there. Happy Hogan's uh, boning Aunt May. Yeah. And, That's uh, right, I said bone. Oh, I don't like it. Um, and the Excelsior, sorry. <laughs> the, the thing's not working. It's fine. So, yeah, Happy Hogan has some kind of weird relationship with Aunt May, and I'm not comfortable with Neither that. Neither was Peter. Clearly. He was like, hmm, what's going on here? And not, and, and, Happy was clearly putting more emphasis on that relationship than Aunt May was. She's like, it was eh, a, it's a summer, summer fling. fling. Oh my god! Oh, Ned and Betty. Ned and Betty get together Ned, for that. Oh my god, that was I, hilarious. I felt, you know what, the high school vibes were so real. The you know, the, the chaperones were my favorite. Oh my god, they were getting upgraded. Martin Starr. We're going and, to uh, Prague. I don't know who the other guy was. Uh, uh, Bj um, Smooth or yeah, B, uh, yeah, B, yeah, Bj yeah. Yeah, be just smooth. Yeah, smooth, 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 smooth. Um, yeah, and the, the high school vibes were so real because I remember going on field trips and you'd like hold hands on the bus with some girl, and then once you get back to regular school, they don't even know you. No, they don't. You were just there for the weekend. So, so you remember like Peter's trying to sit next to Michelle. Yeah, and Ned comes up with some like allergic to perfume allergy or something yeah and the teacher's like peter sit next to me i got the same thing don't you worry get your right here and then michelle goes to like the the good looking guy yeah yeah. who's like yeah because he blipped but he stayed with their class for the class trip yeah so he's five years older than everyone and he's like all hunky and grown up that was funny that was funny Uh, i enjoyed that jake gyllenhaal's mysterio i think spoilers that heel turn i mean obviously we all saw it in like coming a mile away. We, we know who Mysterio is. I'm mad that I knew what was going on from the trailer where he's uh he's fighting these monsters and he's shooting them with smoke and all this stuff and he's you know and I was like, "Oh, those monsters are a hologram because he's Mysterio, master of illusion, and then he's just doing this for whatever reason to make himself the hero and it turns out it was to I don't know, steal Tony Stark's because he and a bunch of ex-Stark employees, which is cool, which was very cool. Had a grudge against Tony Stark, and yep. and um, Quentin Beck had a problem with Tony calling his um, project Barf. Yeah, do you remember this from uh, was it Civil the, War? The Civil War. I don't remember the exact acronym for Barf. I bi- biometric uh, uh, augmented reality something something yeah. Oh, but it was pretty good. it was the thing where Tony gets to talk to his dad and it shows like young Tony. It was that, yeah. which was a great scene, and it's true that really never comes up again, except to set up the shit that has to happen in the Civil War. Yeah, and the one scientist was getting yelled by um, Obadiah Stane in the first Iron Man movie. That was so, and they brought that actor. They back. brought they brought the same actor back, and that was awesome. It was great. So what? What finally? So Mysterio was creating these mo- fake monsters, fighting these fake monsters Had using to... these Tony Stark drones. He gets a hold of these magic. MacGuffin glasses. Edith that, glasses. Yeah. Even in death, I'm the hero. <laughs> That's cute. It was though. very cute. Oh, how about when, real quick, how about when Peter almost killed his classmate with a drone? Yeah, so Peter has these magic glasses he got from Tony, and he can just call in a drone strike whenever he wants. They drop out of the satellite, and he almost kills one of his classmates. Yeah, because the, the classmate took a picture of him with one of Nick Fury's, like, agents mm-hmm. when he was, like, taking off his pants. And yeah. then you're like... Is he like a male escort or something? Yeah, yeah. He's going to show Michelle, MJ. Yeah, yeah. And he gone. had a thing for her. Yeah. That was weird, too, because he's clearly too old 
for married. Yes, women. and I, that wouldn't be the type of girl he would go for either. Nope. No, I don't know. A nerdy girl like that? I think she's mysterious. Oh, maybe that's it. Maybe yeah, that's okay. it. I don't know. It just seemed she she seems so young in that in in Everyone seems so young, and I know they're all like twenty five or no, whatever. No, they're all like twenty one. Twenty one. Yeah, but they all seem so young, and that's why they were picked for those roles. So they yeah, could get get a few years. Yeah. Out. yeah, Tom Holland's good. He's very good. I like him as Spider Man. There was a lot of um, scooting forward to our our big action scene at the end, where Spider Man's kind of like trying to beat all these drones. Oh yeah, they are all flying around and creating illusions, and he's trying to fight all these drones. So he's flying around uh, Tower Bridge, London Bridge there. I kind of, it went on to a certain point where I was like, I don't know how much more Spider-Man web-slinging I can look at right now. Okay, I'll give you that, yeah. Because it's pretty much all CGI. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Pretty much all CGI. Um, And although I love flips and tricks and webs and shooting and landing on this and jumping on this, that's all awesome. It, it got a little much for me. I mean, I know I'm an old man and I can't watch Transformers movies even a little. Yeah, uh, but, but it got a little much for me. I was like, okay, let's let's go. This is great. I love it. I was let's yeah. go. Uh, me personally, I, I I didn't have a problem with it. Okay. I, I was like, oh, I was like, part I'll, of my part of my beef, and um, I'm sure you'll notice this when it comes out on Blu-ray. But the score didn't really fit most of the action scenes. It was very strange. I I. You know, you know what's funny though. Yeah. Like, I wasn't even listening to like the the score. I was just. I only noticed it because it was kind of off, and I noticed one other part where they played the Avengers theme. I know they played that, yeah. And that I. I'll have to. Uh, nope. Yeah. I thought about seeing it a second time. Yeah, you don't like yet. hamburgers. Oh, <laughs> um. Oh, the first fight between him and Mysterio was amazing. It was great. Where you got uh, hit it, by? It was absolutely, and he's. Yeah, it, where he got hit by the train. He got hit by the train, yeah. So Mysterio is, of course, creating these perfect illusions using AR technology. And he can't use his spider sense. And what was – why was this – there's definitely a deleted scene where they talk about how his spider sense isn't he working wasn't, right. He, he just wasn't focusing. Yeah. Because they did the same thing in Sam Raimi's did they? Spider-Man 2. He loses his like spider powers. Oh, that's right, in Sam Raimi. It was the second one, right, yeah. where he walks away from being Spider-Man? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so it was kind of like he had to focus his spider sense. And he did at the end yeah. of the – and it worked. And, and that's how he, he beat the illusions because he could tell what was real and what wasn't based on his spider sense, sense as opposed to his eyes. But the torment that Mysterio put uh, Peter Parker through in these illusions was, one, super metal. Oh, yeah. And it's... two, I can't even imagine what – like the character Peter Parker – how he could possibly deal with this. Picture, like, Tom Holland acting just with all green screen and then oh, yeah. seeing it for the first time. you got to be blown the fuck away. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. I guess that's one way to keep him from spoiling it. Just never let him act in anything. Oh, right? Yeah. Uh, but how, I loved how, like, Mysterio isn't in his, Like, he's got, like, that globe around his head. Yeah, yeah. But it's, like, the... Three, the, it's the CGI the, suit. The CGI suit for it's like the motion movie, capture suit. for the film. Yeah, it's I'm a like, mocap suit. Like it's amazing. Yeah, like Mark Ruffalo wears when he's the Hulk. Yeah, it's like, it was great. And they went comic book. Um, you know how like yeah. um Black Manta had the 
Yeah, he's got the big dome. He's got the big dome. He's got the big fish helmet. The big fish head. is amazing. Yeah. All right. Do you think he's dead? Do I think he's dead? I think that person is dead. Do I think Mysterio is dead? No. No. I don't think. I think Mysterio can come back because Mysterio can now be anyone because he's not really there most of the time. No, he's not. So he's basically a computer program and someone's got to put on the mocap suit. Pretty much. Uh, but I don't think you want to waste Jake Gyllenhaal for one movie, though. He was so good as it. I don't know if you're going to pull him back again. If they're, Maybe for the Sinister Six. If that's what they're building towards. I don't want to watch the Sinister Six movie. I'm good. I don't... I, that's From all sides. That's what they're building towards. Yeah. I... You know, it's tough because we're at... We're at a... Just a moonlight interlude right now where we don't... Phase 4 is done. They literally no, say... No, Phase 3 is done. Uh, phase 3? Yeah. Okay, so Phase 3 is done. And we're getting Phase 4 announcements in... Comic-Con? Two weeks? Yeah, Comic-Con. Two weeks? Right? We'll be back. And we'll be back to talk about those. Yes. Uh, along with the Chance on Bob reboot trailer yes. should be out for uh, That should be very good. Um... So we'll be talking about that, but for right now we're in this uh, in-between place where we don't know. No, we don't know what they're going to do. They kind of gave us like a hint, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It's it's hard. But I'll, let's wrap this up, Taylor. All right. Let's wrap up. You want to do those post-credits? Yeah. Um, before we do that, Peter and Michelle, they become boyfriend-girlfriend. Or whatever. Whatever they are. They hold hands. They I hold guess. hands. Oh, he takes her web swinging. Oh, he does. And it, she clearly does not like it. She was horrified. She by was it. like, this is awful. I'm going to go. <laughs> That's Which how, makes sense. Yes. Because, like, she doesn't have spider senses. So he drops her off at some random corner, corner in New York. Yep. And a news, news break happens. Yeah. And you know who it is? Jay Jonah Jameson. Spider Man is a menace. Bring me Spider-Man. Bring me Spider-Man. And it's J.K. Simmons reprising his role. Bald, but still good. As a, as who? As an Alex Jones. It's an Alex Jones-type character. So instead of being like the Daily Bugle, on the back it says dailybugle.com. No, dot net. Dot net. It wasn't even dot yeah. com. And the background kind of looks like InfoWars, where it's clearly just a guy from a green screen. They put some shit back there. Pretty much. Um, yelling into a, a tabletop mic. Ugh, tabletop mics. Yeah, Jesus. Don't have these amazing hanging mics that we've got. Hey, Alex, you ever going to get a real microphone? Never! How'd you feel never, about J.K. Never. Simmons um, being a version of you? Sure. What would you like to do to J.K. Simmons now? Gay sex. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, all right. All right, anyway. <laughs> but I knew how the theater erupted. Oh, I lost he, my shit. When he came on screen. I reached out and grabbed Steve and the guy sitting next to me who I didn't know. It was a stranger, was and a stranger. I held him close and screamed, how, how? It was, it was, but you it was know remarkable. what? You had to bring that character into Spider-Man eventually. You did, and this is a beautiful way to do it. And, I mean, Spidey's still in high school, so this isn't his boss. No, and he's not even, like, a photographer yet. He hasn't really, like, shown no. that he's into that. No, not at all. Hmm. Oh, but anyway, um... Yeah, more into super science. Um, he reveals who... Well, Quentin Beck reveals with a doctor, like, a made-up tape. Yeah, he has a made-up tape where he's like, Spider-Man killed me. It's Spider-Man Peter Parker. Is Peter Parker. And it ends with 
Peter saying, what the fuck? But you cut yeah. out before that. Yeah. Also, more Ramon songs, and it was one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. They had uh, I Want to Be Your Boyfriend. That was my favorite. Yeah, that was a perfect. It's one of my favorite songs. That's a good one. I was, I was so happy. And um, yeah, and uh, more credits. Oh, and then the last post credit scene. With Nick, Nick Fury, Fury, of course. And um, Maria Hill. Yeah. They weren't them. No, they were Skrulls. They were um, Talos and his wife. Yeah. They were Skrulls we know. Yeah. And, and I was like, okay, weird. And they're calling Nick Fury and, like, leaving him a voicemail. Like, we know you're on a special mission, but we had to get the kid and do all the stuff. And he's like, why aren't the Avengers here? And he goes, I don't know any Avengers. I'm like, well, that answers the question why there aren't any Avengers here. Yeah. Um, and then he hangs up on Talos. Yeah. He's on a scroll ship. Yeah. And and he's like, all right, boys, back to work. But he's wearing, like, a Hawaiian shirt, and he what, looks he, like he's on, like, a vacation and he's mission. he's like, where are my shoes? Is that what's up my shoe? So that lo- that was pretty cool. Yeah, so we don't know what's going on with Nick, but no. it looks like that's the next phase is more space shit. I figured he was setting up sword. Oh, the um, space version of shield. Yeah, something like space world. I don't know order, what for. Reduction, I didn't look it up. Defense. I never remember. But um, that was interesting. I just don't know, like with Peter's identity revealed to everyone now. I think half of it is who the fuck is Peter Parker. Well, they showed his fucking picture. Oh, that's right, they did. But, like, you're setting up a lot of shit. In the, and if they do yeah. one more day storyline in the f- MCU, don't. Don't. You know what that is? No, what are you talking This is where about? he wants no one to know who, who Spider-Man is. And he gives up anything huh? to Mephisto, like, Oh, that is a really yeah. shitty fucking storyline. Don't be, do that. Could be worse. Could be the Clone Saga. They could bring out uh, Ben Riley. Ben Riley's a cool character. The Jackal. Oh, please don't do that. Ben Riley's a cool character. And I thought they were. That's a shitty. I line. thought they were trying to do that. Yeah. In the Amazing Spider-Man movies. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want a Clone Saga. If you're gonna do different Spider-Man, do a live-action Spider-Verse. Yeah, yeah. I think. I wonder if this could even move in that direction. There, There's talk about it. I like my friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Like, I know he's generally fighting people way, way, way out of his um, comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Considering his comfort zone is bank robbers, basically. Yeah. Um, and that's the the appeal of Spider-Man is most of his villains are way overpowered. I mean, other than Stiltman? He's a Daredevil villain. Other oh, no. than... He's made up a villain. Uh, no, Stiltman's really. You can look that. Know, you got, look that up, folks. Um, you know, you got the Shocker, Scorpion. Yeah, Shocker is probably about on even. Mr. Scorpion, Negative. I would say, is overpowered because he's basically in a mech suit. Yeah, Rhino. Rhino. Green Goblin, Hobgoblin. Yep, the Goblins, I would say, maybe equal. But I mean, Vulture in the movie, way, way out of Spider-Man's league. Oh yeah, um, that's Iron Man territory. And I think we're going to have to see Peter Parker, the character, grow up very quickly now that Daddy's not around anymore. And, and they uh, scream in this movie, get over it. Yeah, the they really do. There's a lot of Iron Man shrines. There's a lot of get over it, which, no, so, fuck you. <laughs> what do you want to rate this out of? Out of uh, Peter Tingles? Okay, out of five Peter Tingles. Out of five Peter Tingles, I will give it four Peter Tingles. 
I will give it five. Give it the full the full uh, tangle. Full tingle. I liked it. I enjoyed it. There were moments I will never forget. My quibbles are minor. Obviously, go see it. Yes, I liked it better than Spider Man Two, the Tobey Maguire vehicle, and that's supposed to be like one of the best. Oh yeah, with Doc Ock. This was. This was really good. Yeah, I'd say Ray Liotta's probably a... No, Ray Liotta. Yeah, Ray Liotta. Yeah, that's totally who played Doc Ock. No, I don't... No, Alfred... Alfred Sol- Molina. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how I got those two confused. Alfred Molina, I think, might be a better villain than Jake Gyllenhaal, but Jake Gyllenhaal is a more believable villain because mm-hmm. he's not, like, just a man-driven mad and, by and technology. He, he he's, like, a guy trying to get money Pretty much. to get power. A guy who's disgruntled... A uh, guy who's a dark he wanted mirror to, crap to our on the character. Name. Yeah, and that's... I get it. Tony's an asshole. I never even considered... It must suck to work for Tony Stark. When he's like, hey, this, this barf thing we're doing. And I'm like, some... You're not the only one who works at Stark Industries. Yeah. You know? Like, getting yelled at by Obadiah Stane. Tony Stark could build this with a box of junk in a cave! And I'm like, oh, man, if I get yelled at by Jeff Bridges at work... Yeah, I work and it there. wasn't really the dude's fault. No. He's not just not as smart as Tony. Yeah. So go see it. We recommend it. I might go see it a second time yeah. this upcoming weekend. All right. Yeah. Tell the Night Monkey we said hi. Oh, yeah, the Night Monkey. Night Monkey. Is that Spider-Man? No, I think it's his European brother, Night Monkey. Night Monkey up here. Help us, Night Monkey. Der Nacht Monkey was on the German news, <laughs> was and I was awesome. like, delightful. So... You got anything else, Taylor? No, I think we're all set. All right. Well, we're going to try to get Alex out of the vent. Yep. Unless we want to... We got to get him out. I can't keep feeding him. He's going to get bigger. I don't know. Well, anyway, guys, rate, subscribe, uh, follow us on Instagram at top5 underscore podcast. That's top the number five underscore podcast. You are missing stuff if you don't head up. Um, and if anyone, anyone knows how to get an obese, racist out of an air vent, I could really use a hand. I know how. How? I'm going to get a blowtorch. Ooh, you think you can wiggle out? No, I'm just going to... Are you just going to circle it? Circle it. Like like Sylvester the cat? Yeah, see what happens. If his gut just falls out, I'll be so mad. Oh, we could poke it. Oh, it'd be fun like the Del Boy. We could use it like a pinata. Yeah. Be like, we could we can invite some migrant children in. Come help us beat be Alex Jones. Oh, you told me this on the day of my cat's quinceanera. Mm-hmm. Mm. So anyway, um, I'm your host Steve Roselli. I'm Taylor Matris. You guys stay frosty. <laughs>